0: Jump right quickly here before we get everything started. To H.R. McMaster is talking uh, to the press right now in Washington.
1: Think, sorry, back to my question, sir. Um, was this information that was shared with the Russians also the same content that was shared with our allies? And specific to this threat, which the president says was in relation to airlines, is this uh, an imminent threat? Was there a justification for, in that moment, needing to share it with the Russians? Yeah, I don't want to get into specifics of what exact information is shared with what exact allies, but but information on this topic of the threat to aviation was shared with multiple allies. And as you know, there are already policies being put in place to protect against that threat. So and, and, you, and, you, and you and many others have reported widely on this. It's
2: something
3: that our allies did not. Is that what you are in, saying? In terms
1: of the specifics... I, can't, I, can't, I have no basis for comparison on what was shared with what, with what country. John, but I will tell you that it was our impression of all of us that were in the meetings, I've mentioned already, that, that what was shared was wholly appropriate given the purpose of that conversation and the purpose of, of, uh, of what the President was trying to achieve uh, through that meeting. John. Uh, General, um, when you came out after the story broke, you said that the President did not disclose any sources or methods. He did not reveal anything about military operations. Why were you denying things that were not even reported? What the report said is that the President revealed classified information that had been shared by one of our allies in the Middle East. So the question is simply a yes or no question here. Did the President share classified information with the Russians in that meeting? And as I mentioned already, we don't say what's classified, what's not classified. What I will tell you again, is that what the president share was wholly appropriate. The story, the story combined what was leaked with other information and then and then and then insinuated about sources and methods. So I wanted to make clear to everybody that the president in no way compromised any sources or methods in the course of this conversation. General you do say though that national security has been put at risk by the leak of this uh, do you have any idea how this got out and what steps are you taking by virtue of discovering this, as you did, to uh, try to limit the potential for any more leaks of national security information? I, I think national security is put at risk by, by this leak and by leaks like this. And there, are, you know there are a number of instances where this has occurred. And, uh, and I think it's important to, to investigate these sort of things and, and to make sure that, that we have trusted organizations across our government uh, that, that, that allows for the free sharing of information and collaboration. I mean, in terms of national security, what is critical is that you can, you can assemble the experts you need. You want a bigger group, right, for any of these complex problems because you need their expertise. You need the tools that they bring to bear from different agencies and departments. And so what we really have to do is make sure we have a very high degree of confidence in all of our organizations, and all of our systems and processes, so we can do what we need to do for the President, which is give him our best advice uh, and give him options to deal with these very complex problems. Clearly, you can't have that confidence by virtue of what happened yesterday. So do you have an idea of how this got out, and, and how can you tighten up the ship, as it were, right. to ensure, from your perspective at least, that this stuff doesn't get out? Well, I think I think it's incumbent on all of us to to bring in the, the people with the right authorities and the right mandate to, to take a look at how this leak occurred and, and how other breaches may have occurred as well. General, General McMaster. Thank, thank you. Uh, General McMaster, um, to put a finer point on it, is there
2: now an active investigation into how this information was leaked? And can you tell us about who's running that investigation? And I also would like to ask you, given that um, President Trump is now going to be meeting face to face with literally dozens of foreign leaders. If there are sensitivities to his discretion in what sort of information to decide to declassify, um, how is that something that you are advising him ahead of this
4: foreign
1: trip? Well, I mean, there there are no sensitivities in terms of uh, me or anybody who's been with the president in many of these engagements. He shares information in a way that is wholly appropriate. And I should just make I should just make maybe the the statement here that that the president wasn't even aware you know, of where this information came from. He wasn't briefed on the source or method of the information either. So uh, I'm sorry this is going to, have to be the last question because we do have the we do have the President of Turkey coming I think, momentarily. Thank you very much. We have four questions, General.
0: Oh. Okay. That looked like Jeffy was about to make an appearance at the... <laughs> let's, go to, let's go to Jeff Fisher, who is the spokesperson for the crap heap of a, of a presidency he would work for. That oh, was... Your, your screen has gone away now. It's concluded. No. Uh, so H.R. McMaster comes on, and, and uh, it's interesting. You don't get a full answer from him. Uh, no, you don't. He's being somewhat careful. One of the interesting parts about it is he kept going back to the careful word or evasive? Evasive uh, Uh is probably the answer. Yeah,
3: he was using the word appropriate Appropriate. instead of, was it classified? Well, it was appropriate.
0: Well, it was appropriate. Everything he said was appropriate. We don't say what's classified. Everything he said was appropriate. Now, that could be fine. Could be fine. But if you uh, extend that out to another comment he made, which was Pat, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's appropriate for the president to say anything he wants because he's the president. Mm -hmm. So that literally disqualifies no words he, when yeah. he says it's appropriate, it disqualifies
5: absolutely Correct. nothing. To him, it's appropriate because, yeah. because
3: the president is allowed to disclose right. class, uh, classified right. information. But did he, and, and I think McMaster, uh, this happened right before we came on, so I didn't hear the answer, but he was asked directly, did he disclose the city? And I, I think he evaded that question. He,
0: although he did say he, he did say he didn't even know the location. So how would he disclose the city government. if he right. didn't know the location? So, I mean, I think that's a bit of information there at the very end. And he threw that away, by the way, as his last answer. Um, so we'll see if that leads to anything. I, again, I, mm. you know, I do not start this day believing the Washington Post because of the Washington Post. You can't do that. I, I think we're, mm-hmm. we're all adults enough to realize that the media cannot just be trusted uniformly. Um, however, I also, and I know this is going to be disappointing to a lot of people, I'm not out of the area. I want to come in and exonerate the guy without any information. I, I don't exonerate and I don't impeach today. I don't ask. I don't. need As Glenn pointed out, there's no need to ask him to resign today, though. I would like him to resign for no reason. <laughs> Just walk away. <laughs> That's fine with me. I don't need any reason to do that. I'd like him to just walk away and go home and maybe stop at McDonald's and just eat for a while and stay away from us. And we'll have Mike Pence be president. I'm fine with that. So I don't even need a reason to ask him to resign. That's there. I asked him that on January 20th, and I continue to ask every day, mm-hmm. usually silently in prayer. Um, but the other part of this is I I, I don't uh, think we need to jump to exoneration, and we don't need to jump to impeachment. We need to just look at what is happening and question it with an incredibly heaping spoonful of skepticism. Because the media deserves that skepticism, and this freaking administration also deserves it. I know you like hearing one of those things. You might not like it, like hearing the other one. But both sides of this equation deserve incredible amounts of skepticism on almost everything they say. Uh, so I, I hope that's where pe- people are. I've noticed that, you know, a lot of the people, you know, the the bright parts of the world are just trying to talk about other stories and trying to, uh, you know, uh, distract in any way possible, which is not a surprise is that they're essentially part of the administration. Um, But I'm I'm not going to go down that road either. And and this is a big story. And if it's true, um, which we don't know yet. Uh, we need to keep looking. I, I I will say that if McMaster wants to come out, and again, he hedged himself too many times there, but if he wants to come out and say, hey, the city didn't happen, I'll at least take that in a trust but verify situation.
3: Let me ask you this. Is H.R. McMaster related to H.R. Puffin stuff?
0: I don't think that's the way names work.
3: Oh. Who's your friend when things get tough? H.R. Puffin stuff.
0: <laughs> or,
3: I guess now, H.R. McMaster, McMaster is uh, Trump's friend when times get tough. Yeah, I guess that's true. Trump's friend when times are tough. H.R.
0: McMaster. It doesn't really work, though, does it? In song form, that doesn't... How about, uh, <laughs> who's your friend when you're in a disaster? H.R.
3: H-R-, H-R- McMaster.
0: Nice. Thank, Thank you. you. We're work. here all week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say... Uh, this we is why you wanted people like this in the administration. It's why we were optimistic about, mm-hmm. about McMaster as an appointment. You want someone who knows what the hell they're doing occasionally around the president, and he's one of the guys who does. So, I, you know, I will, uh, I, again, trust but verify. I think he's one of the most honorable people in the administration. He's the guy when it comes to standing up to <laughs> civilian leadership. He wrote a book about it. He's the guy. So... You hope that that's uh, it's happening here. I mean, there's a lot of reports that there aren't. But again, you know, I mean, until we have something more than that, that's you know, this is as much as we can do. The tr- Trump obviously said he talked to, to Russia about there's some parts of this that are obviously true. The fact that he talked to him, uh, talked to them about an aviation threat and talked in some ways to uh, to hopefully save people's lives. I think it was trying to share information. Um, we'll see what happens with that. We know that part is true because Trump's tweeted about it. The question is, how far did he go, and did he break any rules? Um, I don't mm-hmm. think he broke any legal. I don't think he broke any legal lines. Um, was it stupid? However, that could be a whole other question.
3: Yeah, uh, and you kind of went through. Uh, you have a graph that sort of goes through McMath's, McMaster's original statement, right? The, yeah. How carefully well, and it he worded here. his. Is response
0: it applies here too? Don't you yeah, think? Yeah, I, mean, I think the careful wording hasn't continued from uh, from yeah. uh, from McMaster. So here, let me look at, look at these three options, and you tell me if you have something else. Why is he being so careful with his wor- wording? Well, a to just defend his guy blindly. I don't believe that from from McMaster. If he's that guy, who, if he's Kellyanne Conway, then we really screwed up and have the wrong guy in that role. Uh, if he's Sean Spicer, and he'll just say anything to help his guy. Um, I don't. I just don't think that's who McMaster is. So I'm going to dismiss uh, option A. Uh, let me give you option B here, um, because parts of the report are true. Um, he's being careful, but he thinks it's not as big a deal as being reported. I, I would say that's where I'm most. I, I am right now mm-hmm. as uh, potentially most likely. likely. Like he thinks. Okay, look. Yes. Yes, we <laughs> talked about it. Yes, he probably said a little bit more than he should mm-hmm. have. However, in reality, it's not that big of a deal, and, uh, and we're fine. We trust it. We, you know, because he kept saying he did what was appropriate to, to accomplish what he wanted to accomplish in that meeting. Well, I don't think anybody's denying that. Appropriate yes. by that definition, um, of he's allowed to do it. I don't think there's anything to disagree with that in that statement. So mm-hmm. is it just the thing of like, well, look, he's not going to get a bunch of people killed. He's, this is just he probably should have said certain bits and pieces of information. But in reality, it's not that big of a deal. So it could be there where he's like, I don't want to lie, but I want you to know that it's not that big of a deal. He could be communicating that fact. And then finally, uh, mm. option C, which I think is also a, a good option. Um, because he, while he doesn't want to lie, he thinks the truth could put lives in danger. So he's sucking it up and doing his due diligence to protect those lives, whether they're sources or through loss of intelligence. Um, he wants the world to know that Trump didn't screw them, um, uh, because we might lose intelligence and that could cause people's lives. I think B and C are pretty good options for what McMaster's doing there. And uh, B is a good option for the Trump White House, I think. You know, if if, if, it, if all it was was he went a little bit over a line, but it's not that big of a, there's not really ramifications, this mm-hmm. isn't that big of a story. Maybe true in some ways, um, but it's not that big of a story.
3: Yeah. Uh, I, I tend to go with B as well. Um, I, I, because we are under the assumption that H.R. McMaster is an honorable guy. He's a guy with integrity. Yep. We believed in him before he was Uh, You know, placed in this administration. And I I, I don't I don't know that he's been
0: indoctrinated. So I and, you know, sometimes that happens. Oh, it happened with Pence. I mean, you know, Pence, I think would I think Pence would say pretty much anything right now. To, you know, uh, to defend the president. It happened to
3: a certain extent with Ted Cruz. I mean, if, since the election, he's been pretty on board, hasn't he, with yeah, almost everything he's... Sure seems that Trump way. has done.
0: I mean, I think he's been... Uh, I don't think he... I think he's mm. been on board with a lot of it, and I don't, I don't think he's been critical, but those are... Those aren't the same exact things. I think if you... I think he's... He's remained silent, uh, largely, when, mm-hmm. when uh, he's... You know, he may have been critical. He hasn't commented on certain things that I think he would oppose, um, which I would like. But uh, he hasn't. He hasn't said. You know what? I agree. Free trade blows. Like I haven't heard that from Ted Cruz. Uh, where that <laughs> stuff comes from from Pence all the time. Pence. Oh yeah, free market. That's been biting America in the ass for how long?
3: <laughs> Who are you? Well, I mean, I, I'm sick oh. and tired of this income inequality. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> like, really? need to raise
0: taxes. Mike Pence. Increase spending. You know. I, I mean, I, you know, completely on board. Like but I haven't seen crews come out and say hey you know what trillion dollar stimulus is a great idea i haven't seen anything like that no he's been more silent than Uh, i would like uh, on certain things but i mean you know i think he's been generally okay um before we uh go to break can we do this uh, tweet storm real quick i thought this was pretty interesting i don't know who ryan teague is but I i like this approach tell me this is not every media story right now as you go through these uh okay starts off here with uh Whoa, crazy story in that legacy media outlet on Trump's administration's approach to subject.
3: <laughs> this is just a plug and play for everything, right? Plug and play right? for every single for every story. every day. All right. Yeah.
0: Cable news can't stop talking about that crazy story in legacy media outlet. <laughs> Rough White House press briefing. Spicer says that crazy story is not news, but won't explain what's wrong exactly.
3: Okay. Huh. Newer online news outlet has confirmed that some of legacy media outlets' story from earlier and added more details.
0: <laughs> this is how every one of these <laughs> stories
3: goes. It's it amazing. Is. This is pretty good. Number five, White House still sticking with the argument that it's not true, but the only person on TV defending them is Jeffrey Lord.
0: It is <laughs> <laughs> is always, always true on every story for at least a while. Uh, Number six, some White House aides just went on TV, gave a brief statement and took no questions, called reporters on that story. (laughs) Number seven, good morning. Trump is tweeting up a story about uh, uh, how that story from yesterday, uh, about that story from yesterday. He's sticking it to Congress, Chuck Schumer, Hillary Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true.
3: Whoa, Trump just contradicted what the White House aides said yesterday on a key line of defense on that crazy story. Every one of these (laughs) things happens every time. Good. Pretty good TikTok on how yesterday went down in a different legacy media outlet. Rough day.
0: Anonymous Republican senator in a third media outlet says off the record that the whole thing is very troubling. (laughs) Always off the record.
3: Speaker Ryan won't comment on the story. Says he's focused on tax reform for the American people.
0: (laughs) Mitch McConnell finally breaks silence. Says he hopes everyone will calm down so we can get back to work.
3: (laughs) New poll shows the crazy story hasn't really affected Trump's approval ratings, which remain low but high among Republicans. (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. Fox News has an interesting segment today on Hillary Clinton or Benghazi, uh, but so far hasn't mentioned the story.
3: (laughs) Breitbart has a story up now, blaming the whole thing on Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, the deep state. (laughs) Sean Spicer at the press briefing. The tweet speaks for itself. (laughs) This is really good. Whoa, another crazy story in legacy media outlet on Trump administration's approach to subject. And then start all
0: over (laughs) once again. That is, that, I mean, it's every three days. That it, entire thing plays
5: out. That's, that's a genius tweet storm, right yeah, that's there. there. It's, it's, another it's thing really that uh, another thing that happens is uh, Charlie Warzel We know that Kerry covered Alex Jones. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he has a belief that uh, Trump's law, he calls it, strikes again, where that uh, there's an old Trump tweet for every single 2017 event, no matter how specific. And then he gives an example of crooked Hillary Clinton and her team were extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified information, not fit. <laughs> we
0: got to have him on because I know. he does a really interesting newsletter every week. Yeah, he does. Um, which is, it's I don't know, uh, Info Warzel, his last name is Warzel, which is <laughs> a pretty solid name. Yeah. Uh, but he just goes through all the kind of like pro- uh trump uh, alex jones leaning media stuff that he monitors and kind of gives what happened that week uh-huh. uh that would be an interesting yeah, uh, guest at some point let's see if we can get him okay. on it, it would be great
3: Triple eight seven two seven beck you know in an emergency you need to store food obviously to keep uh-huh. your family fed and you need something of real value to see you through any financial shutdown.
0: Yeah, there's two ways you can do that, obviously. My Patriot Supply being one, and storing fat cells from previously eaten food is number two. We've been working Ooh, I on that, do that plan Jeffy, as well. I can do that. done a little bit of that. Okay, we've done a lot of that. Yeah, um, done a little bit of that myself. Yeah. Uh, but the other way you can go is uh, My Patriot Supply. They get their 40-day emergency food supply. Plus, for a real uh, breakdown of everything, you can get the one troy ounce Sunshine Minting Silver round for $149. So you're going to get the food. And the silver for 149 bucks. Wow. Awesome. Uh, so
3: order order this now. This would really get you through any tough time that occurs. 888 So it's a slightly different number. 888-457-3432. Or go online at preparewiththeblaze.com. That's preparewiththeblaze.com. Where? Preparewiththeblaze.com. Hi, it's Pat and Stu. Oh, hi. Jeffy. Good to see you. Uh, you as well. Uh, although I was not talking to you. I was talking to you know, them.
0: Well, you should always talk to one person on broadcast mediums. I was talking to him. And that's why you should always talk to me. And her.
3: Uh, 888-727-BECK. Uh, uh, let's see. A 22-year-old who lives with his parents uh, stopped that worldwide malware hack.
0: I do love this freaking story. I know we mentioned it yesterday, I think on, maybe on radio. I, I think it was on radio, yeah. But uh, so the way that the whole malware attack was working. It did
3: cost him $10.69, though. Does he get reimbursed so for is that? He get, I hope the I government hope so. reimburses him because, uh, you know, in fact, give him 11 bucks. No. Yeah. Yeah. Just round up. Oh, round yeah, up to one dollars. Yeah. No. Maybe yeah, If we didn't ahead. have so much no. debt, we go could on. do that. Pat. <laughs> but we
0: can just be well, throwing you're right. away thirty-one cents. You're right. Um, <laughs> so interesting. Basically, the way the the malware worked mm-hmm. was every time it spread to a new computer, uh, it would uh, and it would re- routinely um, check a website. They would just ping a website, and it was a crazy like collection of. Of, uh, of characters, it wasn't like a sensible like. It wasn't Yahoo.com. <clears throat> it was some crazy collection of characters. And as they were looking through, they noticed so this guy noticed that it was pinging this particular website, and he went to check on like you know, uh, go to GoDaddy.com and like, hey, is this registered? And it wasn't registered. So he thought to himself, well, it'd be interesting because I you know he studies malware, and was thinking to himself, well, I can go on there, and. um uh, register the site, and c- maybe I can learn something about the way this thing is operating, right? Kind of mm-hmm. an interesting thing. So he registered it. As soon as he registered And this it, is a
3: guy who does this stuff. Yes, to, he right, does for like living, security tech. Essentially, yeah. yeah.
0: So he, he registered the website, and when he registered the website, the entire attack stopped. Because what they found out afterwards <laughs> was, and he didn't know this when he registered the site, that the, there was a kill switch uh, built into the malware. So if the person who built it, whoever that was, decided he wanted to turn it off for whatever reason, he had a way to do that. And the way he d- had to do that was to register this website. As soon as it was registered, uh, it turned all of the attacks off. Now, what's interesting is, of course, right after he registered it and it's turned off, people started trying to do their own detective work and started blaming him for the malware because they were like, wait a minute, this is, the malware is pointing to this site and this guy owns it. So they didn't realize mm-hmm. that he had done it because of the malware to try to stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I also thought this would be a really good Jeffy type uh, excuse if you were the person who did create the malware. To stop it. Because you would say, I just, I don't know, I was just looking through the coding Absolutely. and I saw it and I was like, Absolutely. wow, I better register this. Oh, I turned it off, I'm a hero, but I don't want to give you my name, which Absolutely. is also part of the story. He didn't want to give his name to any media sources. Thoughts, Jeffy?
5: I think it's genius. Yeah, it's interesting. No, it's, it's
0: not completely impossible, right? I mean, I, I don't. No, it is not
5: completely impossible. I, I don't mm. want to blame
0: this guy because there's no evidence that it was actually him
5: doing I this. I mean, but if he takes $11 instead of the exact change, he's guilty. Then we'll know. <laughs> then we will
0: freaking know. Uh, it's an interesting part of that because yeah. theoretically, let's just say, let's just build an alternative reality. Let's make some alter, alternate facts. Can we do that? Some, some Kellyanne Conway style <laughs> alternate facts for a moment. Let's just say this guy creates this thing to see if he can do it, and then it starts blowing up. and He's like, "Holy crap! This is going to be really bad. I'm, I better I'm stop dead. it." Uh, he, I built a kill switch in. Let me register that site and stop it. And then I'll just say I just stumbled upon it. Because how would you, if you We're wanted right. to use this kill switch, how would you use it? You couldn't because you'd be immediately identified as the person who registered that website. So in in this particular scenario of alternate facts, um, you know, maybe he's like, Well, I I want to turn this thing off or it's gonna ruin the economy. I just wanted to see if I could do it. I better go there just turn this thing off by registering the site. He lives in his like parents'
5: basement. Surprise, look what I found. Oh well, my gosh, I shut I'm it a off. Hero. You should give me a big security job. because I found that. Why is the house surrounded by the FBI?
3: You know what the deal is, he was going after that eleven bucks. He's going after that eleven dollars. Well, t- he's trying he, to make a thirty-one cent profit I, I, here. I this disagree. Sucks. I disagree. How could he have foreseen that we would give him eleven dollars? Uh, he probably just—he probably just assumed he'd—he'd he'd be rounded
0: up <laughs> to the nearest dollar. He well, probably just assumed. So let me and let me give you one more piece of evidence on the alternate fact theory from Ryan right. Conway. So this guy, let's just say you're in his position, mm-hmm. and, and and the uh, non Alex Jones story is true. That he just stumbled upon this. Don't you create another narrative? You stopped a global cyber attack by yourself. Do you really say you stumbled upon it? Or do you say, hey, look, I have a security firm. <clears throat> uh, we work closely on these things and I was able to identify yeah, you a website. don't say it you don't was say, by accident.
3: Oh, I registered it. I accidentally did. Fixed it. I, I didn't mean to. I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you take
0: more credit? If your resume is only... I don't know. If your resume is only, I stopped this attack, you're getting a high-level security job, probably. Mm-hmm. You're probably getting a job that pays you at least six figures, right? I mean, you're probably at yeah. a high-level computer security job. Or people are dumping money into your firm because you mm-hmm. were the one who was able to stop this. So instead, he just says, yeah, I just basically stumbled into it like a moron. He didn't say any of that. Uh, but, no, but, he uh, But that type of approach, he's like, it was basically a mistake... Now, maybe he's just an honest person. Um, I, I don't know. I usually don't, uh, you know, I'm a skeptic. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. a cynic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, really? think I, I just know Jeffy too well, and I think the worst of people. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's well, an interesting, first, fun thing to book, think about, well, even though it's not true. I mean, it any.
5: sounded okay, right? I mean, he didn't, while didn't, well, you were saying, oh, I don't know, I didn't do it. I mean... He really just said that he thought it might work, right? He, I mean, it was. Did he say he thought it might work? I think so. I think that was the original report.
0: Um, let's see. Here is The original, here's the, here's the original is,
5: thing that he reported on was Saturday.
0: Was, he works for an uh, L.A.-based uh, threat intelligence company, but he works... Uh, in, um, he calls himself Malware Tech. He's 22 years old, southwest England. I was out having lunch with a friend, got back about 3 p.m., saw an influx of news articles about the NHS and various U.K. organizations being hit. I had a bit of a look into that, and I found a sample of, of the malware behind it, and I saw it was connecting to a specific domain which was not registered, so I picked it up not knowing what it did at the time. Um, and then uh, it caused the kill switch. See if there's any other quotes from him. Uh, this, uh, he said, he warned people to patch their systems, adding, this is not over. The attackers will realize how we stopped it. They'll change the code, and then they'll start again. He's the one. Um, enable the uh, Windows update, update, and then reboot. It's uh, always been a hobby to me. I'm self-taught. I end up getting a job as a botnet tracker, which uh, the company I now work for saw and contacted me about, asking if I wanted a job. I've been working there for two months now. Hmm. Um, but the uh, the dark knight. Uh, let's see, uh, his mom, his or in this article, has written his mum. He said was <laughs> aware of what had happened, was excited, but hadn't been home yet. I'm sure my mother will inform him. He said. Uh, I'm not going to be, it's it's not going to be a lifestyle change. It's just five minutes of fame sort of thing. It's quite crazy. I've not been able to check my Twitter feed all day because it's just been going too fast to read. Every time I refresh it, it's another 99 notifications. Mm. So, I mean, it seems, I mean, he comes off as just a, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, a good guy who came across something, and it seems to be pretty smart.
3: Exactly. However, how you'd is
0: that exciting across. television, or is it the fact that he's responsible for uh, exciting right, television? Right. That's exciting. I give you
3: that. So I I say he did it. He did it. He's guilty, Uh, and uh,
0: we need to get him immediately.
3: This is a really weird story. I I didn't know this was even possible. Disney has a movie coming out. We talked about this the other day. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men, Tell No Tales. Yes. It's the latest uh, Pirates movie. It's been stolen by hackers who hacked in, took it from Disney, and now they're demanding a huge uh, payment be made to their Bitcoin account, uh, and Disney is working with the FBI to get this settled, and th- they've said they're not going to pay the, r- the ransom. But how weird is that, that you can kidnap a Disney movie and hold it for ransom? Uh, the hackers said they would release bits of the film in increments if their demands weren't met. Deadline uh, learned that it was, indeed, Jerry Bruckheimer's fifth in the f- in Pirates franchise, uh, which Ugh. is scheduled for May 26th release. Disney won't comment, but insiders say the company refuses to pay. Uh, same, This is the same kind of deal Netflix faced when a ransom hacker spilled out 10 episodes of the next season of Orange is the New Black. Uh, what a huge moment that was. when. You couldn't watch remember that, that for a while. Wow, oh, I,
0: I, I'll give you, just to paint the picture a little bit, Pat, right. uh, on his knees by his car, sobbing into the cement. Sobbing, hysterically.
3: Um, Please, thinking,
0: let go of uh,
5: Orange is, is, is the, the New, new black, black. Why did so you have to read that?
3: I can watch the season. I didn't, I was just making sure I didn't uh, spill anything
0: on my... Okay. Well, my that was shit. a weird timing to check for yeah. that.
3: But. Uh, I just wanted to make sure.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: But... That doesn't mean Disney doesn't actually have a copy of this oh, no, movie. They no, can they, still release it.
0: They don't want it to but, be released early yeah, online. He
3: could just put it up on they could just put it up online and uh, And everyone would
0: get it for free and right. therefore they would lose a lot of money. Um, right. if I were them, like you rush rush it to theaters, right? I mean if you know they have it, just put it like tomorrow it's in theaters. Right. You know, but still they still lose money, I guess. Um Elon Musk uh, is, uh, I guess, having a little bit of a trouble. Uh, he settled a lawsuit with thousands of underpaid and overworked employees at SpaceX, ag- agreeing to pay out $4 million. Most of the 4,100 employees covered by the class action will receive roughly $500, while uh, some will get up to 2000 and of course, the lawyers who always get the most get 1.3 million. Happy
5: now? Class action lawsuits suck, Jeez. man. I mean, they I, sure do. They really do. They I,
0: do. I, we could use some reform in that area because the idea that you know a bunch of these people get $500 and the lawyers get 1.3 million is just, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And how many of those things do you get? I get them all the time. Hey, this website you signed up for nine years ago really screwed you over in a way that you didn't detect at the time. And now we're going to pay, uh, they're, they're going to have to be a big payout if you register. It's like, and if you register, you're going to get $1.87 and we're going to bring in $600 million to our law firm. It's like, that Except is... Except it
5: doesn't you, read that way. It, it reads it does uh, not. It, it doesn't say that that's what's going to happen. These people need to be held responsible for what they've people done to you. People need to be to accountable. You. Yeah. And we've, this, the lawsuit has been now taken care of for $800 billion. Yeah. Each person got 25 cents.
0: I mean, that's the thing. Like, again, if you, if it was a big deal, like, there are these, there are class action lawsuits that make sense. But, I mean, I think a lot of, a lot of people just look at this as a business. Um, You know, we we, did, did we play the fen-fen thing here uh, the other day? Yeah, I think we did. And, like, that's a great example of one that turned into just a money lottery. I mean, you know, these, the, all these attorneys, they set up echocardiogram uh, uh, services. They bought trucks. They put echocardiogram equipment inside. They train, lawyers train doctors on how to set the dials to get the most, uh, the results that would get them the most money. Um, And it really turned into a pretty big scandal. And the payouts were, you know, in the uh, 11-figure range. It was $21 billion, I think it was, if I remember right off the top of my head. It's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, you you can make a lot of money if you fire these class actions up. Um, should we do this uh, one more Elon Musk story before we t- take a break? Are you comfortable with that approach mm-hmm. to the show today? Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. You sure. I just don't want to I don't, I don't offend you. No. Well, because you, un- you seem uneasy with the Pirates of the Caribbean news, and I. Um,
3: yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm bothered by it.
0: Maybe you seem really bothered by it though. Yeah. And I, don't...
3: I, I, I am.
0: I'm really bothered. Okay. By it. All right. Well, this is. <laughs> Let's just show you this stupid video. Here's Elon Musk, and he's demonstrating the brand-new 125-mile-an-hour
5: tunnel. If you have have seizures and stuff, we have the disclaimer. I don't want people
0: dropping over. Didn't didn't he actually put a disclaimer on the tweet? tweet. Yes, he did. On the tweet. Yes, he did. If you have issues with that, obviously, you shouldn't be watching the TV. No, turn away. You probably know these rules if you have it, but uh, check it out. Here's Elon Musk's crazy tunnel with cool music.
3: This may cause motion sickness or seizures. seizures it says. Um, so they're going through this tunnel at 125 miles an hour, uh, and th- this is really cool. What he's doing, what he's planning Oof. to do apparently, is put these under every city in the United States. Well, major cities probably. Yeah. And it would it would cut your drive uh, by so you down- a lot, obviously. So if you had to go, I'll say here in the end, I think. Um, but you, the aim is to move cars through the tunnel at 125 miles an hour. So you just park your car there and then this thing takes, takes your car through it. And wow, that's fast. Uh, the first tunnel will travel throughout Los Angeles This would take a long time to build. It could trim a 45-minute trip down to five minutes.
0: Well, with the traffic, I suppose, that is a... I will say another thing you could do to go to 125 miles an hour is
5: is drive your car really fast.
3: Right, Uh, but when there's other cars in front of you? Well, they just all have
5: to do the same. I will say also that there's probably no better place in America to build Mm -hmm. a tunnel than Los Angeles, California. What could possibly go wrong?
3: Yeah, because they don't have any kind of natural disasters uh, that are possible there. So that's uh, that's really good. That's that's smart. I mean,
0: yeah, that, that. I mean, look, right? you know, I mean, there's. You're right. It's probably uh, it's a little risky, but I mean, for the traffic reasons, I think most people would ri- would risk an underground yeah, grave, sure, uh, uh, being crushed to death in a tunnel over the. I traffic. would risk
3: <laughs> almost anything to get out of a traffic jam. Yeah. I I hate hate being stuck in traffic
0: there's a great story today and jeff you'll you'll appreciate this one i think more than anybody uh that a a train i don't know where it was but it was stranded which happened to us how many times a day when we lived in new york it seemed like we got stranded every other every other trip um, and uh, they actually, someone ordered a pizza, they delivered it to the stranded train. Nice. Can really? you imagine how much money you would pay for that pizza oh, in those moments? A oh, a yeah. million oh, my, dollars. Oh, my I, I, God. My house,
5: a, I'll give you the address. Just go, you can go live in it, whatever you want. That's a genius idea. That, it's got to be close to the platform, right, because you can't come on those tracks. I mean, you, They you came on the tracks.
0: They had the pictures. Wow. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's arrest, wasn't you get arrested for that. that, yeah. I wasn't supposed to do that, but it was
3: pizza,
5: well. so you look over some rules, you know? <laughs>
2: uh,
0: that's all.
5: That's illegal. He's delivering pizza. Let him go. All right, go ahead.
3: Triple eight seven two seven. Back. More patents too coming up in a
0: minute. (laughs)
3: 727 Beck, it's Pat and Stu. Uh, we, were, we were just having a discussion. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> break. Uh, I knew you were going to do it. During the break. Because I I was at my house on a... You know, we got something going on. My mom is very sick. but uh, So I was... Uh, uh, this is the only reason I would be home during the day to watch a game show. And so uh, last week, a um, uh, game show came on, and it's called The Chase... And it's hosted by that that girl who is in uh, uh, Most Wonderful Time of the Year, right? The Christmas right.
0: movie. It's one of our on favorite March times, our hallmarks. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's Wingler. the one with Henry,
3: Henry Winkler, and yeah, she, he's the sweet old uncle.
0: Former uh, cop, though. Former (laughs) cop, just knows people. Uh, He he, he (laughs) understands. Which is why (laughs) he can pick up
3: a vagabond at the airport and bring him home immediately
0: and completely trust him. Yeah, of course. With his
3: niece, so it's a beautiful story. Anyway, she's hosting a game show, and it hit me. I don't think I've ever seen a woman host a game show before. Has that is that a thing? No, they can't. Does that
0: ever happen? So I brought up uh, (laughs) the Biggest Loser. Okay, um, yeah, but I, I that's not that's a game show. That's reality Not a game show. Though. That's reality oh, no, it TV. it seems like it's a game show, because no. you're doing something. It's not a game show. There's a score, like your weight is the score. It's not really
3: like The Price is Right or no. Jeopardy or no. one of those. Then it's we more. came up
0: with uh, The Weakest Link. Remember The Weakest Link? No. Yeah, you are that The she Weakest would link. Say, You are The Weakest, weakest Link. link. You Goodbye. Are the Weakest
5: Link. Goodbye.
0: Oh, yeah. was...
3: Oh yeah. Right?
0: That older woman, yeah, right? Yeah. She was like kind of like
3: older British mean... and nobody liked her right. and so that thing didn't last. And that's it the ha- problem with female game show hosts, right? They can't do it.
5: <laughs>
3: that's why that's why
5: they're <laughs> uh, the right?
0: questionable summary of what you just You can't said.
3: do it. I think you'd have a different uh, opinion. <laughs> If you saw Brooke Burns host The Chase, what is that? What happened? Uh, she the can chase? do it. Really? Yeah, she can. What to the. Show? What's the concept? Of the it's chase? interesting. They, it's a, it's like a trivia game. Yeah. So you have three people standing there answering questions, and then they have to face this big guy who is very knowledgeable in trivia, and they call him the Beast. I mean, so can... you accrue money, and then you're matched against the Beast, and if he. If he beats you, then you lose the money, kind of thing. And uh, it's, it's fast-paced.
5: It? It's a fast-paced quiz game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're actually reading the Wikipedia I have, description. I am. Good. good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh it's good stuff. So I have some. Uh, I have some uh, options here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In 1983, a short-lived game show host uh, of the show Just Men was Betty White. Oh yeah! Oh wow! Who knew? Yeah, yeah. But uh, see, wow. That's what
5: they do, right? The, the younger ones they don't think they can pull it off, so they bring in some of the older ones. Maybe try to. It was mm-hmm.
0: 1983. Well, I guess you. Yeah, but was. Betty White was Still in the what? Golden Girls at that point. Um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was uh, hosted by oh, yeah. Meredith Vieira. Oh yeah!
5: Okay, yeah. Okay, and uh,
3: that's the most recent example, probably, isn't it? Um, yeah. The perfect, a male made that famous. That's true.
0: The perfect host for not only dog, <laughs> not only dog eat dog, hole in the wall, and the chase. Three time game show host Brooke Burns. Really? Nice. So do. That's where she's like from. She's wow. making a living off
5: of that. Yeah. Good for
0: wow. her. Anne Robinson, wow. known in the UK as the Queen of Mean with the You Are the Weakest Like Goodbye. Oh, right. Uh, and uh, Ar- Arlene Francis
5: in uh, 1940- the 1940s hosted a game show titled Blind Date. And what about What's <laughs> Her Face, uh, The Wheel of Fortune? I mean, she's not necessarily she's the, not host, the host, but she goes as the right. co host.
3: you got to say Pat, Pat Sajak is the host hey. of the show. And uh, she's the letter turner.
0: Yeah. I will so. say there's not a huge amount here, though, right? I mean, I, there's, <laughs> there's not. <laughs> like, like, there's
3: few examples, but that, but Meredith uh, Vieira is a really good. example. That was pretty recently. All right. Well, we're, uh, we got to get to the Jeffy segment, so we'll take a break oh, here geez. and uh, be back with that coming up on that.
0: <laughs> How <and laughs> many times have we, we need to meet on this because we keep, right. we, we know. keep saying we want to cancel it, but then every day it comes up. He can't hear we us just, right now. Right? No, of course so not. We're so whispering. But what I'm saying is that we need to just get it off
3: the. schedule. get it off.
5: Chippy Chippy fans, fans, felt like cherry, so we don't, we don't have to uh, talk, talk anymore. anymore. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to lose some weight, and since I'm trying to lose some weight, that means <laughs> that I want to read stories about restaurants and fast food chains and see what they're doing. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of new foods <laughs> they're creating? And I, I ran across the top 20 fast food chains that rake in the most money. Okay. Oh. All right, rake in the most money. Now, of course, number one, Shalotsky's. <laughs> number one and Shlotsky's coming in
4: right. just, just, a little a bit, bit just, just a bit outside.
5: outside
0: i gotta tell you man just real quick on Schlotsky's, i freaking love that place <laughs>
4: Do i
0: love their bread more than them. anything yeah, in the world. plus they have
5: cinnabons so that's true they usually mm. combo that up <laughs> all right go ahead sorry that's all right number 20 coming <laughs> in now obviously number one is McDonald's. No, no. Right. Well, then, why did you... Because no. McDonald's is oh, by and far unbelievable the way farthest I mean, oh, stupid.
3: Number 20, of course, number one is McDonald's. Number one is McDonald's. What the hell? No why, why would you do that? Because there's Coming no question number about 20, McDonald's. Of course, let it's me go ahead and num- blow the lead here. Uh, well, it's <laughs> McDonald's. It's, it's the, the number, number two one, that's So you don't have worst. to stick around for the rest of the story, because I already told you what number one is. It's the
5: number two that's... That's the strange one, not the number one. But then you everyone number knows two, the world that number one is After you say number two, it. and
0: then you could say, of course, obviously, number one is McDonald's. At the end. You don't no. do it at the right. beginning. No.
5: Right. Okay. I do it any way I want. It's my freaking
3: story. <laughs> All right, okay. Trump. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now that you've blown number one, let's hear 20. No, just tell, oh, okay. us what, tell us what number 12 is before you <laughs> begin.
5: Because I got to know. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Number 20. Yeah. Popeyes. Popeyes Louisiana Uh Chicken. Now, they're 3.1 million. That's the. Popeyes. Okay. How much?
0: Popeyes. So, the place that serves dog's eyes. Popeyes. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Jack in the Box. Oh, I do
5: love the Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Uh I hit that
0: often. You know, I breakfast all day. They were the first one. They were before McDonald's or any of these other places. They're all getting (laughs) all At
5: number 18, Little Caesars.
0: Hmm. Now, they're wow.
5: calling Little Caesars. I've got the pizza places in here as fast food. It's a little I know that's questionable. A little I know. questionable, I I yeah. I
0: think Little Caesars works in that scenario because you can go in there and get stuff that's already ready and stuff. So.
5: Mm-hmm. Dairy Queen. Dairy 100%. Queen? Was, Dairy I wouldn't Queen pulling in $3.5 billion. Would mm. not have guessed that. I mean, one.
3: that's pretty huge. That's it, Dairy Queen is big, though, in Texas. It's huge. it's huge. Well, in the
5: middle of the country, right? Yeah. I mean, every, you drive anywhere. There, every little town so. in America has a Dairy Queen. I wanted to work at Dairy Queen so bad
0: when I was in high school. Why? They would not hire me. They would yeah. not let me near the ice cream, apparently. <laughs> Shockingly.
3: Okay. Well, uh, How far uh, up number are we now? Arby's. 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 I don't Arby's. Arby's to making a little bit of a
0: run, though. With the We uh, Got the Meats. We Got the Meats. We Got the Meats.
5: Terrible campaign to it me. It
0: sounds like I, Jeffy's I, voicing I it. it sometimes. Uh, uh, we uh, Got Arby's. the Meats.
5: It's Darth Vader. Arby's. I used, to, <laughs> I used to really like Arby's a lot. I know it's a surprise.
3: I
0: like the Curly Fries. They
5: were one of the first Curly Fries. Yeah, they were. Number 14? Number 14... Well, actually, uh, Carl's Jr. Oh, and Hardee's. Mm-hmm. And Hardee's are right neck and neck there. And then KFC is well, the 14.
0: Thing. Yeah, they're not they're not uh, neck and neck. They're the same company. Uh,
5: Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. No, same. no, no. I mean uh, Carl's Jr. and Arby's are right oh. uh, neck oh. and neck. Oh, okay. and then, then you have, uh, what's KFC? So 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15. Or I went, uh, did I just say a couple numbers above 18? You did, that, amazingly. Come on, man. Wow. Now come on. You gotta, let me give you another you number. teach me. One, which is one minute until this list needs to be over.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so three.
5: We'll get to a Chick-fil-A number that's $6.8 billion. Wow. I mean, they're pulling in some cash, right? One, yeah, that's two, great. One, two, three, four, five, six, Jesus. seven, eight. I love top Chick-fil-A. I love to eat Chick-fil-A. Eight. Seven, Dunkin' Donuts. Chick-fil- Why did you skip from 15 Wendy's, because I'm kind of trying to wrap up here okay. before the end of okay, Dunkin get to the Dunkin' Donuts, of the
3: Wendy's is number six. At number five? Taco Bell. Oh, another okay. delicious Burger them. King.
5: Burger number King four. is only fourth. I know subway which is they yes. used to be two I number three how much they killed yeah. and number, number two, two is not. that's why think. it's i don't either that's why i was so surprised at number two starbucks number two that, starbucks is not a fast food
0: restaurant i mean they do have sandwiches and i guess and other, you know things now um so it,
5: how many billions is starbucks first? worth jeffy 11 oh, they're, they're pulling in 13.3 billion okay and mcdonald's at number three. one I mean, is right away, 35 billion Thirty-five, wow. thirty-five, I, I
3: 35 billion. It. They have Far lots of problems, work. do they? With their thirty-five, <laughs> 35 billion dollars, <laughs> do they? Um, Speaking of McDonald's, uh, you should watch a, a movie that's out now. It, it, I mean, it didn't do that well at the box office, I don't think, but it's pretty good. I just saw it last night on demand. Um, Michael Keaton in The Founder.
0: That looked really oh, good. Yeah. It's it about really Ray good. Kroc
3: and and his relationship with the uh, McDonald's. Really partners. negative
0: take on the guy, though, right? I mean, yeah. really uh, negative uh, take. Uh, you know?
3: Yeah, and they I, make him out you to know, be a real jerk. They do.
0: I want to say it yeah, though.
3: they do. Let's do 727 uh, Sean Spicer has returned to Saturday Night Live, uh, and this time confronted Trump in this little segment.
4: If he's your friend, why is everyone saying he's about to fire you and replace you with Sarah? <laughs> oh, bless your heart. This is the first I'm hearing of that. <laughs> get out. Get out, get out. <laughs> I got
1: a friend, Trump.
4: I'm going to New York. The press interview
1: is over.
5: To the Navy! They can't swim! I want to talk to President Trump now. He doesn't come here anymore. Well, then where is he? (laughs) Mr. Trump, I need to talk to you. Have you ever told me to say things that aren't true? Only since you started working here. (laughs) I don't think I can do this anymore, Mr. Trump. They're gonna... They're saying that you're going to replace me with Sarah. Sean, come on. I would never do that. She doesn't have your special spice, salt and pepper, a little bit of sugar. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it stop. You like when I do that, Sean? No. Just, it just tickles a little. It's really not funny. No. no the the really opening bit... Up until this part, yeah, it, was it was funny. Okay. Yeah, this uh-huh. was—I uh, I, didn't—I didn't think this was funny at all.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, I will say, like the, uh, the—you
5: know—they guy- have a week to do something
3: funny. They have a week to prepare to do something funny, and they can't—they can't pull it off.
0: It's interesting you say that because actually, it's not true. Um, what they have is uh, an unlimited amount of time. That's really 90% true. of the stuff that's, that's, they don't have to do the show true. during the week. Right. They can that's actually do it true. in advance. Yes. And plan it out and come what? up with something and good. And especially
3: a bit like that, which is obviously pre-recorded because there was elements of it and yeah. that they were recorded ahead of time. You know, and they still can't do it. They still and they got that's writers. Amazing. How many writers does that show have?
5: And
0: you have the hundred, the biggest comedic star, uh, uh, female comedic right. star in America, right here hosting. Right. And then Alec Baldwin, who was another big star yeah. uh, on the show as well, and still they come up with a... I mean, the, I will say the beginning of it was kind of yes. funny. The issue with the... Um, sort of. Uh, well, you didn't, I don't think you didn't see that part. No, they didn't, we didn't show the oh. um, whole thing. But the, uh, and it was only okay, but the uh, the part with the, them, her riding the, uh, the the podium through New York City got a lot of buzz because sure, everyone but, yeah. saw them do it. Like, in the city, people were just taking press, pictures of you know, her riding you know through it She was actually riding through the streets.
5: You know how it so, is in New York, man. The press sees that at somebody who's on the streets. I mean, it was everywhere. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't think it was anything,
0: uh, anything wonderful. Um, I, and I don't know. I and mean, McCarthy,
5: this was her fifth time posting. Really, already? Yeah. Jeez. I,
0: I was amazed to see one of the vibes you got from uh, from this was they all thought that Sarah Huckabee Sanders was better than Spicer. Yeah. I didn't get that at all. I mean, I think they're both terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I did mm-hmm. not, I did not think she was good at that at all. Um, and I didn't. I don't think he's good either.
3: I'm holding out for Kimberly Guilfoyle. I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be fun.
0: How about Brooke Burns? Brooke for the Burns
3: that's even better. Okay, that's that's much better. Really?
5: Yes. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Spin the question. It'd Spin be fun. Question. Um,
0: <laughs> let's. Uh, w- Do you see this new show? By the way, um, from uh, while we're on comedy, there's a new show by Seth MacFarlane that he's in. No, it's like a parody of Star Trek. I would say. Really? Really? Uh, and I think it's airing on Fox. I hadn't heard mm. her word about it. I saw the trailer yesterday. Maybe we can play it tomorrow or something.
3: No, I don't know about it.
0: But I mean, I, I would be more optimistic if it was if it not for that western they, they tried to do.
3: That Fox tried to do? That's McFarland tried to do. He did a movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and it how was the, not... Was it How the West Was Gone yeah, or something like that? Yeah, it was just not... It didn't the work. The Orville.
0: Had some good moments, but The Orville sounded is like a new it, one, yeah. It
3: sounded like it was vile. Uh, It was. uh, It was intentionally violent. And apparently, speaking of new shows, uh, uh, American Idol is returning? Yeah. yeah. Uh, To ABC, though. They've jumped networks, and ABC's going to throw it on.
0: I like this. uh, And Fox has called it
3: extremely fraudulent.
0: What do you mean It's extremely fraudulent Why? Why? Because it's on a new network. They're supposed to get Seacrest, too. Stupid. Are they really? Yeah. He's going to do Kelly and Ryan, and then this. Gosh. He's going to do that,
3: too. Is there anything. Is there any job he's going to leave the rest of us? Like, anybody, is there any job this guy doesn't
0: do? I mean, they're going to be like, Trump is going to add three million jobs and they're all going to be Ryan (laughs) Seacrest. It really is. It's unbelievable. Uh, Yeah, it really is incredible. And so, uh, first of all, it's not fraudulent. It's, you know, it's silly, obviously. But I do like this new free agency of shows thing that's happening. I really like this development. It yeah. used to be your show got canceled; you never saw it again. It was over. Right now, it might go to Netflix. It might go to Amazon. It might bounce over to another network. And while I don't care about American Idol, uh, it is a it is a cool thing that they're doing that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that you can get like you know this happened with uh, Arrested Development, for example, was on for I think five seasons on Fox and never was a huge hit, um, but it was always a critical hit. And then went away for a few years, then popped back on. With uh, on Netflix, uh, Mr. Show with Bob and David, it was one of the all-time greatest mm. sketch comedy shows of all time. Went away for a million years, and then mm-hmm. kind of came back with a very close cousin of that show on Netflix for a few episodes, which were okay. Um, you know, wasn't there wasn't as maybe as good as the old old days, but uh, you know, I like what they do. That they cancel a show and they just kind of slide it over to something else. If you want to see it, good. Yeah, yeah. and, they and if not, it work. fine. Um,
3: it, it's interesting though because. Fox canceled American Idol what last year, right? And they bid for its return, but the, where they were outbid by ABC, so they wanted it back too. And now they're calling it extremely fraudulent. That is weird. Uh, that they that's it back. really weird. What yeah. you canceled it? Why do you want it back? Why did you cancel it in the first place if you wanted it on?
0: And right. It? it doesn't make any sense. It really um, doesn't. Uh, One of the strangest uh, pop culture phenomenons of the past, I don't know, zillion years. Actually, Seth MacFarlane's, uh, one of his shows actually kind of led me to this. And I'll show you the clip here in a second. But one of the strangest products perhaps ever created, to me at least, uh, is a very odd book that we covered on The Wonderful World of Stew's fabulous and famous book club. Overweight, lazy, cantankerous, orange. Can you guess who I'm describing? You're right, it's Garfield. I usually hate cats, but I think Garfield could be my spirit animal. We both love Italian food and hate the first day of the week with irrational animosity. Despite his raw cynicism and blatant endorsement of binge eating, people all around the world have held a soft spot in their hearts for him for decades. For example, Garfield hasn't been relevant in popular culture since, what, the 1980s? And yet, the cartoon was played by legendary actor Bill Murray in not one, but two movies in the 2000s. And they actually made money. Garfield, the movie, earned $201 million worldwide on a $50 million budget. Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties, a movie that was actually made, grossed a worldwide total of $142 million. How is this Garfield empire possible? One word, fear. Mm -hmm. You were absolutely terrified of Garfield and will go to great lengths to keep him happy. Chances are you were traumatized as a child by the book Garfield, His Nine Lives. The documentary Family Guy first brought this book to my attention.
4: Speaking of which, you want to read something seriously messed up? go, Go out and pick up Garfield, His Nine Lives. An absolutely bizarre up piece of fiction half of them aren't funny they're just artsy scary and disturbing why did you do garfield his nine lives jim davis i was so fascinated by
0: peter griffin's synopsis that i had to make sure the book actually existed it does and now i own it Mm-hmm. ebay and i'm terrified of its contents for one the book is based on the false premise that cats have more than one life This is not true. Cats are not special. They have just one shot at life like everybody else. So this implies that Garfield is in fact a cat zombie because he somehow keeps coming back to life. And his lives are freaking nightmare fuel. Thanks to Garfield, his nine lives, we learn that he was once an alcoholic, womanizing private detective in the 1940s named Sam Spade. He's named after the procedure of removing ovaries from female cats. Sam Spade was not a good guy. But the worst part about him was that he had the head of a cat and the body of a man. He was an absolute freak of nature. It's just not biologically possible on any level. Can you imagine a person with a cat head? That is terrifying. Garfield's fifth life doesn't get any better. In this life, he is a lab animal who is experimented on by the United States government. Now, we can all handle a little shot here and there, but Garfield can't. After being injected with some experimental goo, he viciously attacks and presumably kills the scientist and escapes into the wilderness. But it gets worse. The chemicals inside of Garfield start to transform him into another species altogether. A dog. Again, biologically implausible. And now, not only is this cat a dog, but he's a dog with Michael Jackson thriller eyes. Mm. A monster dog with cat genes that has glowing eyes is now free to roam the world and cause death and destruction. Shame on you, Jim Davis. Shame on you. But nothing compares to Garfield's seventh life. Even Garfield prefaces this chapter with the warning... There are some forces within a cat that should never be toyed with. I discovered them in my seventh life. Read on, if you dare. Isn't that supposed to be for, like, kids? It starts out all cute and cuddly. We learn that Garfield was once an adorable house cat named Tigger. But then Tigger uh, apparently drinks some milk spiked with what can only be bath salts? And he starts having a really, really bad trip. Like, really bad. He thinks... An evil ancient cat ancestor wants to fist bump him, apparently, and take over his body for sinister purposes. Tigger is clearly in massive amounts of pain as the evil ancient spirit consumes his being. Look at this. It's, it's horrific. But what happens next will shock you to your very core. Sweet old mama wants to play with her kitty cat and then gets brutally murdered by Tigger. This... It's like a kid's story. And that's how I found out that America's favorite flabby orange tabby is a ruthless, deranged grandma killer. But do you know what's even more terrifying than that little revelation? Garfield in 1978. What is this grotesque monstrosity? It's like the Jeffy of Cats. Mondays don't seem so scary now, do they? To conclude, don't ever... Under any circumstances, open or even go anywhere near Garfield, his nine lives. Just like Garfield's gender, the reason why Jim Davis wrote this book of horrors remains an enigma. So there you go. Uh, Weird. I will say I forgot about that. Seriously weird book. It's really weird. What is I mean, what is that? I was seriously watching uh, this story is true. I was watching Family Guy one night and and he started talking about it. I'm like, that is that a real book? Like because they showed some of the pictures. That can't be real. Absolutely real, and now now we own a copy. I, I did forget about the Jeffy of Cats. Oh, reference did you? At the mm-hmm. end. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, quickly, if we could get a square, uh, um, a screenshot of the Jeffy of Cats with your face in the Garfield, potentially could be a new profile pic for you. Already,
5: mm-hmm. You already showed it.
0: No, I'm just thinking for you. It could be a good profile picture, All right? Um, you know, because uh, obviously more huggable and lovable than even you. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, 888 888-727-BECK. You know, uh, your current phone carrier sucks, and I'll tell you why. Uh, despite the service you get, even if it's good, uh, they're using your money to undermine your beliefs. They spend, now unless it's, unless it's Patriot Mobile, they're spending tens of millions of dollars to remove conservative leaders from office and donate to things like Planned Parenthood.
0: Now, of course, if you're on Patriot Mobile, you don't need this commercial, because what we're trying to do is tell you to go to Patriot Mobile, and if you already Mm -hmm. have it, you can't really switch to it. Um, I mean, you can convince other people to switch to it, because those people are already donating to those causes, he mentioned. However, Patriot Mobile offers all the stuff that you want, nationwide talk and text with high-speed 4G LTE data, competitive prices, and they donate up to 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization of your choice. You can't
3: beat that. You you can't beat that even with a stick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Patriot Mobile will even buy out your current contract, with credits up to $500 per line or 1500 per account. And you can keep your phone number so you don't have to send out that obnoxious text or email. <laughs> hey, here's my new number, everybody. Yeah. 745,000 people. Uh, and you get great nationwide coverage all while you support conservative values.
0: You also pointed out a good reason as to why you can't switch from Patriot Mobile to Patriot Mobile. Because then we we'll would be buying out accounts up to $1,500 an account. And then you mm-hmm. can keep switching back and forth and become rich. You can't do that. That's <laughs> not a scam you're going to be able to pull off. So don't try no. it. You can get a free iPhone uh, a 5S or a Galaxy S5 when you sign up for a $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan. Or you can choose from any of their great phones. Both Pat and I have the iPhone 7, which is awesome. uh, pretty, pretty slick.
3: Really awesome. Patriot Mobile also gives 10% off to all military veterans, the first responders, and their
0: families. Call now, and Patriot Mobile is going to waive that $35 activation fee with the promo code PAT and STU, but you must use that promo code to get that deal.
3: So go to Patriot Mobile right now patriotmobile.com slash pat and STU. Or call them at eight hundred a patriot. That's eight hundred a patriot. All right, uh it's Pat and Stew, Jeffy. Uh, nice. There's a tremendous likeness of Jeffy right behind him there. It's I mean, it looks exactly like him. Exactly like him. That's great. You should use that on all your social media accounts.
0: Yeah, like Jeffy. I think it's a good profile pick. Yeah, know? it's nice. Right, it's I'm going nice. to tweet it out uh, for Matt World of Stew right now, just so uh, you, can get, okay. you can get a nice little picture of Jeffy good. with Jeffy the cat.
5: My new Snapchat. Yeah, awesome.
3: I like it. Um, Meanwhile, we have uh, 15 products that totally flopped. And... And, and should I, we start
0: at the at 15 and yeah. work our way up? I don't know that it's a countdown, um, but we can do that if you'd like. Um I will say that We're the, counting them down. All the way from 15 to number 1. Garfield uh, his nine lives should be on this. I don't I mean I don't know if it was yeah. a commercial flop, but it's a very uh, strong product uh, looking
3: back at it. Um, now yeah, let's just go through them one through 15. You want to do that?
0: Sure. The segue okay. uh, was supposed to be the mobility solution of the future. Unfortunately, yeah. not many people wanted to spend thousands of dollars to look like a loser. It's good to be around and, town.
3: And if you remember this, <clears throat> this was what late 90s, I think. And, um, was it common? It was two- Dean, Dean Common? Yeah, Dean Cayman. 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 Mm-hmm. Dean Cayman came out with this thing, and they set it up for months before, or maybe even a year before. Like he had this unbelievable invention that was going to change civilization the as world, we man. know it. Oh. That's exactly that's what they said. It was going to change civilization, civilization as we know it. And it so call- I'm thinking, what is this? Is it a flying car? Is it uh, you know new cancer medication? Cancer? Yeah. Is it something that cures yeah. cancer? Is it is it uh, is it something that You know, makes my life incredibly good when it sucked before? And of course, the answer was no to all of that. It's a scooter. It was a scooter. It's a scooter with a motor that
0: doesn't fall down. If you remember, it was called It's Like a Weeble. It was called It. It. Remember, it was like tomorrow they're going to release it. It. What is It? and it was like a big talk radio yeah. topic at the time i remember yes. doing the shows with jeffy down in tampa oh with uh with Glenn. So big. it was actually a really a great show i remember the spec mm. everyone was just calling in speculating on <laughs> what it could be it was all guesses like that there were mm-hmm. all these grandiose guesses and then it was like well it's a scooter, but it kind of it balances.
3: But yeah, <laughs> think, it, I, think ah, of the usage for. But but it only costs seven thousand right. dollars. So y- you know how much would you pay for a scooter that kind of balances itself?
0: Now the the, the, the
3: technology
0: so, behind uh, it was the, essentially the <clears throat> gyroscope, right? Which is yeah. kind of yeah. keep you big and, and deal. Ah, oh, I that's mean, it changed civilization. Cool. I mean, you see, they they have <laughs> some of that stuff is pretty cool. I mean,
3: uh, it, it did works. it did change the lives of of mall security, mall
0: security, and, um, uh, inner,
5: and city inner city mailmen, inner city. Mailman.
0: Also, though they, uh, you know, that technology has gone to a lot of those new crazy toys that they have today that balance yeah. themselves. Also, uh, you know, cameras ha- <clears throat> use them now. Like so you get really smooth shots as you move. Okay. I mean, there, there. It's you know, some of it has, has been utilized, but it did not change the world.
3: No, it did. <laughs> it most certainly did not. Microsoft spent one billion dollars a years of development on its kin. Phone Hmm. Came out in 2010. I don't remember this at all. Designed for young people with a penchant for social networking, but it wasn't a smartphone. You couldn't download apps. You couldn't watch YouTube or play games. Even social networking functions the phone was designed for were limited. Uh, You could upload photos to MySpace, uh, but not to Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) And after... Two months on the market, it was pulled from production, and rumored that the company sold a whopping five hundred. Uh, I though. bet you that. I they don't buy that.
0: Five hundred? They had to have sold more than that. I a billion dollars I, in?
3: I, I don't know, but the, I, don't, I don't even
0: remember the thing. I don't even. And how many of those has Microsoft had, man? Uh, quite
3: I a mean, few. they have had
0: so had many bomb yeah. products. Well, they there's they a, look, have. there's the only zone, so many things that Bill zone? Gates <laughs> can
5: steal. Okay, there's <laughs> only so many things Bill Gates can steal. It's a good point.
0: Uh, how about uh, double the drumstick, double the fun? The groove stick is made to allow faster drumming, letting That's... drummers catch up with rapid-fire sounds of drum machines. Oh, those
3: are so stupid. They oh, just well. they don't work well. They don't work are well. Are you a drummer? Are or? you a groove stick owner? I'm groove stick uh, uh, you knowledgeable. You bought this product? I would say that uh, perhaps for children I've... Purchased. I've never seen it before like that. Yes, all these drumstick things that are electronic that you you just beat and then they're supposed to sound like a drum. They don't. Don't be don't be fooled. Uh, Also, in the 1990s, the storied motorcycle company uh, tried to appeal to its diehard fans with, of all things, perfume. Uh, The perfume didn't exactly become a hit with the toughness that. You associate with harley davidson during the time it was also selling harvey harley davidson wine coolers <laughs> have you ever seen anybody who drives a harley drink a wine cooler well right. in today's world yes maybe yeah maybe oh, now. yeah because they're
5: the you know but not the, back then yeah not then no way um next
0: one up is uh new coke marissa if you're out there it- out in the hallway here is uh, on, the, on one of the shelves as you walk into the giant hallway that we have, is all the old soda cans that I have. I actually have, I think, a Coke 2. It's either a Coke mm. 2 or, or I think a, it's a, new, a Coke. new Coke. I can't remember, but there's a can out there. Maybe I don't you know that I've ever
5: seen you with the Coke 2 can.
0: I had a Coke Two can at one point because um, the, the way it worked was New Coke came out in 1985. <laughs> a lot of people know that story. Yeah. So it was such a disaster that they, they put Coke Classic on. So then you had New Coke and Coke Classic, mm-hmm. right? Then uh, they decided to eventually change it because everyone was buying uh, the Coke Classic, and they didn't want to get they didn't want to admit the failure of of New Coke right. or you know get rid of the money that was coming in. So they just renamed it Coke Two. Um, and they uh, they re-released they it in 1992, re-released. seven years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was such a
3: flop both times that there were a lot of people who thought, "Well, Coke did that on purpose so that they could just bring attention to how much people loved Coke yeah. Classic."
0: And what if it was really and they, and no, there's no evidence that that's actually true. Yeah. But if it was, it would have been brilliant because brilliant. It really it was brilliant. a really close battle at that point between Coke and Pepsi. And since and then, it's Coke not anymore. Real, yeah, it's not anymore.
3: In 2011, Bic released a new line of pens marketed exclusively to women. Bic for her. (laughs) What? So weird. This is like, uh, we developed a left-handed pen. Uh, Okay. Okay. Um, The ballpoint pens came in a variety of bejeweled colors, although the ink itself was blue or black, and they were touted as being more comfortable for women's hands. Though the product went largely unnoticed when when it first appeared, uh, It became international news once sites like Jezebel discovered that customers had been leaving creative, sarcastic reviews on the product's uh, Amazon (laughs) listing. company didn't learn its lesson about marketing to women. In 2015, it debuted an ad for South Africa's National Women's Day that instructed women to look like a girl, but think like a man. (laughs) Uh, And maybe some
0: people took that as sexist. Mm. uh, I don't know why. Uh, um, it's certainly... Uh, I forgot it. Uh, so you, uh, you're just getting... In, where am I? You did not find the Coke can. Did you see the other cans mm. that were out there? Oh. Mm. Pepsi. Pepsi free. Mm. Crystal Pepsi. Coke in a bottle. Oh, Pepsi holiday spice. That was oh, a little Oh, that adventure. was good, yeah. yeah that was uh, eh, mid-2000s-ish. Anyway, so I guess I don't have it here. Uh, Swedish uh, weapons manufacturer Bofors... Uh, owned uh, at one point yeah. by Alfred Nobel, uh, added toothpaste to its list of products in the 50s. In the 70s, it was marketed as a safer alternative to toothpaste, made with heavy-duty scouring agents uh, containing microscopic plastic balls. <laughs> Uh, no um, The balls could remain in the body for months uh, At least that's what rumors no. were And the toothpaste could even cause cancer
3: Problem was they, they put fluoride in the steaky <laughs> toothpaste There's no. fluoride in that toothpaste
5: The other toothpaste companies that's were true, pissed because These yeah. guys advertised that the other toothpaste didn't work as good They were damaging yeah, yeah. for you and everything So they started really? their own anti Beaufort campaign really? Saying the balls can stay in your body They cause cancer no, and people no. were like, mm,
0: no. And I would say 90% of things that people say cause cancer do not actually cause cancer. Uh, there's just The ones that do are really important.
3: To know. Yeah, really. Um, in 1975, you might remember Sony came out with Betamax. Mm-hmm. Uh, revolutionary video recording format. But JVC's VHS format came directly on its heels.
0: Yeah, because Beta was first.
3: Yeah, Betamax was first. But this was lighter, cheaper, and could hold three hours of video compared to Betamax's one. Yeah, the beta. I mean, but the
5: the insiders all thought beta was better. But yeah, well,
0: and it stuck around for a long freaking time. They until made 2002. it until two thousand two. Yeah, and they made tapes for it until last year. I think we did the story on yeah, that last did. year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just bizarre. Yeah. Well, it just was. Bizarre. It became a little bit of a broadcast standard for a while. Like when <laughs> they were a lot of broadcast entities were using it <laughs> um, uh, because it was better quality than the VHS tapes. <laughs> um, if you didn't have a smartphone in two thousand nine, there was another option for keeping up with social media: t- Twitter Peak. A Twitter-only mobile device. I don't uh, remember this at all. For a hundred
3: bucks, why would you want that?
0: And eight bucks a month to hook up to the network. Um, you could see photos and everything else. Um, I don't know. I think most people. They, they like this tech reviewers almost uniformly asked who would actually want this. The answer was virtually no one. <laughs> uh, it decommissioned all of its products in two thousand. It's kind of
3: interesting because this is really, this is really uh, recent, and I didn't realize it was already deemed a flop. Google Glass. Oh, yeah. The Google Glass is is uh, it was supposed to be the must-have gadget of the future, you know, like an iPhone. Mm-hmm. But it was quickly snatched up by techies and journalists, and it never lived up to what it was supposed to do. It was released way too soon, so it wasn't ready. The prototype um, that what the hope was was that the beta testers would provide feedback that would improve the product. But the massive fanfare came, that came in uh, 2012 kind of backfired on Google. So uh, a lot of people complained about how it didn't work. It, it, it didn't do the things that, <laughs> that it was supposed to do. Of course not. And uh, it, they shut down the project in 2015. I didn't even know they'd stop doing that. Did you know they stopped Google?
0: Glass? I didn't know that. I will say I did have an experience with this uh, particular product. Uh, you did? A rooftop bar, New York City, near the uh, Google headquarters. And I remember <laughs> sitting there. there all mm-hmm. these stories were coming out. And so this one guy uh, had a pair of them. He worked at Google and was there at the the bar. Uh, It may not have worked as a product, but it worked for him. Because every good-looking girl in the place was over there trying on his stupid glasses all night. I was like, this is the ultimate pickup. Because every single girl in the place would walk over to him and talk to him. He was just some nerdy loser over there with his stupid glasses on. But it worked, at least for one night. Um, uh, Amazon's attempt to break into the smartphone market in 2014 did not live up to the hype. Uh, Firefly, uh, the Firefly. Uh, I remember Firefly. Yeah. an yeah. app that lets you identify real uh, objects in real life via barcodes and photographs didn't make up for the fact that the phone did not include access to Google Play. Uh, Or uh, Amazon's—they had an Amazon App Store. Um, We actually have one of uh, uh, the—the phone dropped from two hundred dollars to ninety-nine cents with a two-year contract in two thousand fifteen. They discontinued the phone. I actually have a couple Amazon Fires for the kids, the little tablets that they launched, and Mm -hmm. those are not bad. And
5: they also now uh, have—you know—the new apps that are coming out with uh, in um, in the new Samsungs, the eights and beyond. Um, It's called Bixby, I think. Yes, you were talking about this earlier, but it. they, if I look at you know, a pair of shoes, a share whatever product it is, it'll 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 snap it and then it'll search for that product on how much it is, what it is, and then it'll ask you, uh, go to Amazon and buy it. Mm. Yeah, they, there's I mean, an, an app. That's cool. There's that an is. app, too, that has the same thing. You can just scan a, a barcode and it will show it's you. The same thing,
0: yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And they, they tried to, like, they want to I don't know, discontinuing it because I think what was happening is everyone was going to the store. You go to Best Buy and you scan the same TV with the barcode mm. and then it just says, oh, yeah, you know on Amazon, it's $100 cheaper. They're going to bring it to your house. You're like oh, okay, well, <laughs> see you guys later. Okay, yeah, right? but yeah. yeah, and that became a big problem for stores. Uh, do you
3: remember the uh, company Kodak? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, Eastman yeah. Kodak. Have they gone out of business? I don't think Probably. so. You, I, I think never hear about around. Kodak anymore. But they, in 1995, they had the DC40 camera, which was a, a, the second digital camera to be released, and uh, I guess it had really good picture picture quality, but it. You know, we've come so far so fast. It didn't have an LCD screen like everything does now. So you couldn't see the photos you took until you downloaded them into your computer with a cable. Right, that stunk. Plus, it was $1,000 uh, for the camera and its internal memory. It, it could only store 48 photos. Uh, you know, but so did other cameras at the time. But this is 1000 bucks. Kodak still managed to miss the boat on digital cameras. The company didn't place much focus on its digital division for fear it would cannibalize their their main features like red-eye correction, flashy uh, hardware. So um, the company filed for bankruptcy in 2012, decided to focus on selling printers and ink rather than cameras. Now, Ami- amazing. That's amazing. We have come so far so fast. Oh, my God. Co- and Kodak it just passed was- up companies like Kodak. They an institution. were. institution. They were humongous. Um,
0: and to the point of, like, there's some commercial I hear that airs that, like, of the original, we should look this up, the original um, Fortune 500 or whatever, there's, mm-hmm. there's, like, 40 companies or something left that, like, actually really? still exist or are still on uh, it or something. Wow. Um, but uh, Kodak still selling uh, $9.80 a share, you can get that for today, was mm-hmm. uh, $37 in 2014. Jeez. So it's, uh, not had a good run. The Newton Message Pad was the world's first PDA. Uh, it was the pr- precursor to the Palm Pilot. I, do you, have one of the, you ever have a Palm Pilot? I had a no. Palm Pilot at one point. Yes. It um, had its stylus, right? Yeah. 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 The, yeah, the stylus is it. always a downside for me. Mm-hmm. $700. Uh, it uh, did not actually turn handwriting into text as, uh, as it was supposed to, or at least not very well, and so it failed. Uh,
3: then there was the Nokia N-Gage. N- uh released in two thousand three. It was about the same as a Game Boy smartphone. It came with a hefty price tag, three hundred bucks for the phone, plus the cost of a phone plan, plus a ten dollar monthly charge to play online games. Uh it was nicknamed the Taco, had to be held perpendicular to your ear to hear the calls. Game cartridges cost thirty to fifty bucks and you had no, to basically thanks. Dis- disassemble the phone every time you wanted to load one up. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't do well. No. Didn't and uh,
0: the Rejuvenique facial mask. I think we actually
3: yes, uh, had we one did. of these, didn't we?
5: Yes, we did. This is.
0: I mean, it looks like a freaking serial killer. Look at this. Look at this thing. What? And it was a nine-volt battery. You would, yeah. like, stun your face into, like... <laughs> really yeah it would like shock you into having you know like getting rid of lines and stuff in your face supposedly uh it did, did it not actually work? work oh um and uh it supposedly made the muscles contract but uh no it turns you into serial killers is what it did they were informed in 2000 that they yeah. uh they were actually not allowed to it sell looks it looks like the jason hockey mask <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and they uh they did eventually get clearance for their mask but no one wanted to wear it triple eight seven two seven back uh more patents do is inevitable Yeah. <laughs> We're going uh, healthy because of Jeffy's annoying diet. We've got uh, these, actually, I have some hope for. We mm-hmm. have uh, Trader Joe's Organic Wild Berry uh, Fruit know. Wraps. Okay, a bunch of different kinds. Let's try it. we have short on time here today, so we'll start off with a- 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 Apple Wild Berry.
5: Mm. Let's see if they're worth 50 calories and 11 sh- grams Thank of you. sugar. Shut up. It <laughs> really bothers me that he tries to act like he's healthy. It pisses me off. Um, I like
0: that one. That's so, pretty good. Apple brownberry is good. Apple banana is up next. I'd eat
3: that, probably. Yeah. That's maybe a 12-ish. Apple banana.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Pretty good. It smells a little weird.
3: I'd rather have it just be one flavor than the combination.
5: Mm-hmm. Probably. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: That's kind of weirding me out. Apple
5: is the apple healthy raspberry. base. Give that one a ten. You apple what? is the healthy base. Keeps is it? everything together.
3: Is that right? Is that what it is? Yeah.
0: Apple raspberry. <laughs> <pair of> <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Apple raspberry. I like that one too. We'll rank these in order here in a second. Mm. And then uh, mm. finally, Ooh. apple strawberry.
3: Mmm. Mhm.
0: Not bad. Which one are you opening? Strawberry. Oh. Yeah.
3: I'm down to the last one. So I would say... I'm um, trying to get into it. I can't apple get banana get it smells
0: really weird, but I'm going to go with that number one. Really? Number one, apple banana. Oh, really? I'm going to go number two, hmm. apple strawberry. Number three, mm. apple wild berry. Number four, apple raspberry. Mm, they're all pretty good, though. I will say they're all pretty damn similar. They're edible. The only one yeah. I would say tastes really kind of different is the banana one, which... Yeah. Uh, the smell is a little weird, I'll give you on the banana one. It it's is. a little weird. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like almost smells like brown sugar. Yeah, that does. Which is a strange smell for two fruits. Um, mm. But let's take a break. All right, go back on morning. A and break. then we will. Know. The banana ones got
3: though. I don't know if I'd buy any of them actually. Now that I think about it.
0: Yeah, I mean the like fruit roll ups kind of. Yeah, I give them a you know running. Tracking in a of this is
3: oh my gosh, this is dangerous. too. be careful. Oh my good god, too god. much apple. You should stuff much. some more into your throat. Too much, it's too much apple. <laughs> All right, uh, Glenn talks the cyber on uh, Think Tank. Here it is.
2: All right, so I want to start with uh, chalkboard here on what happened and the, the difference between uh, the media stories. Here's what the media is telling you happened this weekend. Uh, Some hackers uh, took some NSA software and they hacked in FedEx, NHS, 150 countries, uh, 200,000 computers were hacked. People were affected. The hackers, uh, they also took them hostage for 300 bucks. You could release it. um, And they're probably going to make about a billion dollars. That's pretty much what the story is. And now everybody's talking about how do we protect, how do you protect your business? This isn't the story, Here's the real story. If you go back, the NSA developed some software um, that these hackers were using. The software was to be able to seize computers in places like North Korea, so we could go in and if we needed to bomb them, if we needed to do something, we could seize all their computers and they couldn't launch any missiles. Well, the NSA thought that they had a mole inside the NSA because there were leaks that were coming out. So they isolated this mole, fed him some disinformation, and I think, did they actually fire him at one point? Yeah, detained him and arrested yeah. him. Okay, arrested him. Turns out that wasn't the mole, because it still kept coming out. We don't know who released the information, but they took this software that were used by the hackers, and they, it got down to a group called the Shadow Brokers. We believe that the Shadow Brokers uh, are an arm of the Russians. This is kind of like fancy bear, the people who, you know, broke into the DNC, broke into our elections, also broke into France. The Russians are behind shadow brokers and they tried to put uh, a price tag on this software for 7 million dollars. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to hey, Let me give you my tracking number so you can I want to make sure that it's I get it in time. I'm not spending my money online buying something shady from the NSA. Nobody bid on this. So they did nothing with it. No sale. This is where we left this story about six, eight months ago. No sale. Here's what happened. Something really important. We bombed Syria. Donald Trump bombed Syria. And then Donald Trump took Steve Bannon off of the National Security Council. This upset the shadow brokers, which would mean to me at least that these are Russians or they are part of the alt-right because Donald Trump promised no more wars. He's not going to get involved in Syria. And who's Steve Bannon? Steve Bannon, we've told you, Breitbart, I've been warning that this guy is um, really, really dangerous because he wants chaos. He wants to burn the entire thing down to the ground. Um, He is is a guy who spouts a lot of Russian uh, nonsense from some of the guys that are around Vladimir Putin. But what he wants is chaos. Important to remember, because that is exactly what the Russians want. And surprise, surprise, that's what the shadow brokers want. And that's what we got this weekend. When this happened, the shadow brokers decided to release the virus, but just release the the operating system to be able to give it to anybody who wants to do anything with it. Well, somebody picked it up. We don't know who it is yet that picked it up, but they're the ones that perpetrated the attack. The media is telling you this part of the story, but this is the part of the story that is important. because. How do you protect? Everyone is talking about Donald Trump, and is he connected to the uh, is he connected to the Russians? Was he taking money to the Russians? Comey. It's about the Russians. This story is about the Russians, and it's about sowing the seeds of chaos in the Western world. That's the story that you need to hear. Where do I have it wrong? Anyone? You got it. I.
4: I'm, just, I'm, I'm floored by where we're going. So we were talking before about, I mean, the first Cold War basically was, in essence, a spy war. A lot of it was done, I mean, there was a few conflicts and stuff, but basically it was a spy war. The next Cold War, I believe we're there. I think this is Cold War 2.0, and I think it's going to be primarily a cyber war. I mean, you think about the capabilities as well. Like, one of the hardest hit and most publicized uh, uh, spots for the attack was the NHS, National Health Service in the UK. And that wasn't even a target. They didn't target hospitals. But it almost, I mean, it was shutting down ERs. It was shutting down, I mean, people were going in to get surgery. They had to cancel the surgeries. I mean, it was mass chaos in the NHS and the hospitals in the UK. Now, that wasn't even its primary function. Now think about this tool with its primary function specifically to shut down healthcare systems or its specific purpose of shutting down
2: the power grid. What it was meant to do. Right. This is, this was funded by the American people. We're not talking about, where's the mole coming from? Shouldn't that be our number one priority? Who leaked this? This is like taking a nuclear bomb and then putting it out into the open market. Who took the nuclear bomb? Are they still working for the NSA? What, What else? Who else are they working with? Because most likely it probably wasn't just one person. What are they doing? What is the health of the NSA? We're not talking about any of that, let alone the Russians. It's interesting, too, that um, that the Russians stole the nuclear bomb from
4: us. They couldn't make it until they stole the technology from us. That's pretty much all their technology. They, they don't have the capacity to invent it themselves or produce it themselves. They have to steal it from us. And it's the same with cyber warfare We lead the world in cyber warfare We don't even know the craziness that we can unleash mm-hmm. um, But we lead the, war in, uh, the world in this Now one of Russia's primary goals here Might be to force a proliferation type thing Because they, they couldn't keep up with this nuclear weapons Back in the 50s and 60s They cannot keep up with this here So one of the things they might be forcing this out there and, and If that's the case, we haven't seen the end of this. Yeah, I will far. tell
2: you, we haven't seen the end of this. And, I mean, if you go back to the chalkboard that I wrote uh, on Fox that I drilled every day, every single day for the last six months, I made sure to go back to this chalkboard to make sure it was drilled into everybody's heads. The communists, the anarchists, the socialists, the, uh, the radicals, and the Islamists will all work together, not as they're coordinating, work together to destabilize the Western world, and to cause chaos. This is chaos. You, the, the reason why we don't understand the news today, the reason why people are, are um, so upset, the reason why we have Donald Trump is because saying that there are 92 genders causes chaos that's all this
1: is about is chaos. I think you've nailed it right on the head. The Russians know that they can't battle us externally. So what do they do? They sow the seeds of doubt and distrust internally. Yes. And what we're going to do is we just continue to fight and bicker over one another. When in reality, we've got to, like you've said, go to the source. Who is it? Who is it that's really planning Well
2: explain this, this to me, though? Because I, I, I'm looking at this whiteboard trying to make sure I understand this. So all these people had this software. Um, but we know that one of the people, one of the targets of the attack was Russia themselves, right? Yeah. So it had to have been a third group. It, it wasn't it is. Russia. They've just released it online. They want chaos. Okay? So Russia released it, and then someone used that software they, against Russia. They dumped the software online. And Russia? then shadow. shadow Brokers. Shadow you know, Brokers, okay? which is a Russian so, group. We think we they think might think be. Yeah, okay. we think they're connected. We don't have proof positive, but we think they're connected, okay? okay? So, the Russian, it's kind of like Wikipedia, or not Wikipedia, uh, WikiLeaks, where uh, (laughs) you can't really prove (laughs) it, but it's probably pretty pretty accurate to say. (inaudible) So, they dump it, and they release it, and they say, anybody in the world want it? And so they did. I just think
1: it's so ironic that
2: it comes back to bite Russia. Oh, yeah. They had to know that, too. I guess that was part of the risk
4: they knew that they were running, but it was worth It, it. This is collateral damage. What happened this weekend was collateral damage in this overall cyber war. Right. And it benefits them because what they want to do is out NSA. Right. If, if you, they can do that, they can force a proliferation if you agreement look at, to if, stop if,
2: if you look at um, a book called, um, gosh, I can't remember it, it was a, but it's by, by Keith Albeck. He was the head of the Russian um, biological weapons program. This is back in the old Soviet Union. He defected to us as soon as the wall came down and came over in a panic and said, you've got to clean this up because it's a mess. And what he said was, Russians... We don't we thought you were stupid. We don't devise weapons where we can't um, where where you can turn them off. we We will only weaponize things like the most brutal Ebola that no one has a cure for. Why drop smallpox when you guys have a smallpox vaccine? We need something where there is no vaccine. Now, I don't know if this is their thinking now, and I don't know if they were directly involved in this at all. But I will tell you, that's not uncommon for the Russians just think, you know, wipe it all out. We'll survive. We'll be okay.